Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all. The glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. to cover to cover here it is another week we made it through it's a thursday and uh i am back in los angeles it's very hot very hot here in los angeles 100 degrees it's not great when it's hot in los angeles but it is uh currently about 100 degrees in los angeles but we're gonna make it through uh i i thanks everybody who came to the shows this week out on the road i did a ton of shows i did long island and some people showed up it was fine i will not it wasn't the way it should be but it was great for wednesday night in belmore long island and a lot of cover to cover people were there and i truly appreciate it so thank you for being there then i went to a casino uh you know the the uh what's it called mohican sun and connecticut and uh, you know unkinsville connecticut and once again that's a casino gig like any other you're out in a casino behind like a country western bar and you know there was some people there as well we saw we had a few we had a good time then up to a place called lucy's laugh lounge there was a little tiny room in the back of a bar and this is the shit I do. I do it because I like to do it. So I will go anywhere. You you know, you people actually just, you know, I told a bunch of people, I said, they would say, come to Wise Guys in Utah. Come to Wise Guys in Salt Lake City. I said, you have to go and tell them. you got to go right on their Instagram, right on their website, that I want Chris Vendrell to come. And it worked. I'm coming to Salt Lake City. July 20th and 21st, I believe. Salt Lake City, Wise Guys. Um, that's it. One show a night. One show Friday one show Saturday so you people need to buy tickets and sell it out because that this is how this shit works that's how we do it so I do appreciate everyone being there it is fun to see everybody after the shows whether there's people there or not at this point I don't care there's only so much I can do you know I was watching uh, what did I just read about oh I just read Madonna Madonna's going on this giant tour you know she's 60 years old now and she's going on a tour of smaller venues you know she's she's been known to be doing giant uh, by the way Alex is here say hi Alex hello, Alex. hello. I always forget to introduce Alex Alex Khan is here as always and uh, he'll be chiming in throughout the uh, course of the next hour hour and 20 minutes or hour and 10 minutes or hour and five minutes, depending upon how long we decide to go. Uh, so Madonna, I read, uh, is doing a smaller venue tour this time. Some more guess, intimate. More intimate, right. Beautiful. So she's doing some, you know, 2000, actually she's doing the Wiltern here in Los Angeles, oh, which okay. that's not even 2000 seats and a couple of others. And it's selling terribly. Like she, like, she, I guess the opening week is in a couple of weeks in New York and she's doing a whole, you know, like two week run at, at these theaters. 
And uh, but tickets are you know crazy expensive, and they're not selling well at all. So this so here's Madonna, Madonna, the biggest star in the world, and has been for forty years. She can't sell. She can't you get you people out of the house. So what what hope do any of us have to get you people up off the couch if Madonna can't do it? So this is what I say. You know, if if, if there's going to be eighteen people at Lucy's Laugh Lounge, so be it. That's going to be the case. I'm done fighting. I've I, I could do all I can do on here, telling you to come to Salt Lake City. Uh, when I'm there, July 20th and 21st. And that, so that, you know, and then we got the news. The news is, is it good? Is it bad? It's summertime. I mean, that's exciting. It's summertime here. So you guys, now your kids are going to be out of school in a couple of weeks, I believe. I guess it's different for every every school. Some kids are out already. I hear other ones are getting out. Um, so but within the next couple of weeks, all kids will be out of school. Then all you people and your families and your children can go clog up the shit that we were having fun with for the last, you know, nine months without you, uh, you guys can bring all the kids to clog it up. You know, you can get on the lines. I never go to like Disneyland or Magic Mountain or any of those things, but and I, 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 we didn't even go as children. Like we were n- never involved in any of that. We never went and waited on a line at any Disneyland, or we went to a place called Adventureland on Long Island, which was just like a death trap. You know, it's a bunch of carnies running um, some rinky-dink uh, operation out there in Farmingville or whatever on Long Island, and uh, Farmingdale, excuse me. And then you would you would just jump on the rides and hope for the best. You know, never at Disneyland, or still to this day, I don't think I've ever been to Disneyland. But it looks like. God bless all of you parents who haul these kids to Disneyland. First of all, I'm 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 shocked at the price. I looked. We went to uh, for Halloween Horror Nights or whatever. We went to Universal Studios. They have that Halloween event up there, and it's like a, it's like two hundred bucks a person to get into like Universal and Disneyland. Have you ever gotten like when you were, you were from Vegas? So you could probably do things if you wanted to. Well, growing up, we went to like Disneyland a lot. Disneyland it- in Florida. Oh, in Florida. No, no, no. Oh, thinking, Disneyland's out Disneyland here. You're right. Here. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah. Disney no. World in Florida. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, right, no. Right. Um, and we did that often, but that was back when, like, it was the cheapest thing my mom could do was drive us out, you know what right. I mean? Right. Not so, anymore. Not, I mean, yeah. it's like $35 to park the yeah, car. Yeah, to park, yeah. Then it's $200 to get everyone in. And No, like a kid per person. So you family of six or whatever. That's You know, you're looking at... Yeah. You're looking at... All said and done for your weekend at Disneyland, you're looking at five grand, yeah. probably. And and you're at Disneyland. It's not like you're at you know. So you got a two hotel rooms. You got kids bringing friends. Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, rough. It's, and and then you just got to wait in these lines to to go on whatever. I mean, I you know, I'm sure kids will look back. Hopefully, they'll look back on it and go, "Hey, man, what a wonderful life we some, had." You know, some, when mom and dad took me to Disneyland and Disney World. They'll look back. That's what you hope, right? You hope you you create memories with your children that last a lifetime. But I don't know if that's the case because my mom and dad are still. I was just with my mom and dad. I was. With with my mom and dad for the, like the last five days out on Long Island. I was going back and forth to shows, but I was coming back and staying for a couple of days with my mom and dad at my grandmother's house. My grandmother's been you know, long since dead, but it's now my uncle Stevie now lives in the house and has been his entire life. I've mentioned this before on a podcast. And I stayed downstairs in this basement that they have, which, you know, it's it, it's it was finished. It's a finished basement, which we used to call it. Does people still call it that? A finished basement? But now let me, it was finished in 1968 and hasn't been touched since. So it's, it's like a bed in the corner, like a prison bed. And there's a toilet down there in the middle of the floor. They built a toilet. So my grandfather, when he was alive, would not have to get up and go upstairs to the toilet. So they put a toilet just, they hired like a friend who was a plumber who said, I can do it by just connecting it to the pre-existing pipes. So he basically put a toilet on top of these steps that connected to the pre-existing pipes, and it's right in the middle of the floor. So you were able to go climb up two steps and pee or, or whatever you had to do in the toilet, and then go back down to the couch, walk down two steps and walk you know, to the couch. So it's still there. That's what I used. I used that, um, the toilet up two steps, and, and I did that with mom and dad for a couple of days. And, you know, mom and dad get up real early. They're up at 5 o'clock in the morning looking around for things to do, want, want me to get up with them, you know, because... I don't know what there is to do. It's five o'clock in the morning anywhere. So, and then they planned their day. And then they came out. I went out to Montauk for a couple of days out on the East End of Long Island. They came out there. We hung out for a little while. It was awful. So, you know, so me and mom and dad are still hanging out. But do we create, you know, wonderful memories in my youth? Maybe. I don't know. We went camping, you know, in like a woods with a tent. And just, I, it was pouring rain in Montauk this, this week I was there, just late yesterday, the day before. 
I don't know how we did it, like in the rain and tents. Like you just just stayed in a tent the whole time? Pouring rain. Yeah. It must have rained when we were there. I, I'm sure I remember it too, yeah, happening. So anyway, that was what we did. And uh, So a few people are going to go out this summer on summer vacations. Good luck to you. Have fun. Let me tell you where you don't want to go. You don't want to go to the Dominican Republic. I don't know if you've been following this story, Alex. There's it, The Dominican Republic is, it has become, over the last few years, quite a hot um, uh, tourist destination because things started to go south a little bit, literally and figuratively, in Mexico. Um, they were getting bad down there for whatever reason. There were drugs. In Mexico? In Mexico. There, oh, were, there was murders and, you know, whatever there was in you know, Cabo and that, even on, over by Acapulco and stuff like that. So people were not going there as much, uh, and and they were scaring Americans into thinking they were just going to get hung from a bridge if they went to Mexico, which is not the case. That's, I've been to Mexico. Sicario, ten, yeah, Sicario. That's what they get. They think it's Sicario. So uh, nobody hung no, from a bridge. People were not going to Mexico, and uh, then they began to go to the Dominican Republic. The Dominican Republic cleaned itself up a little bit and said, "Let's go, Americans. Come here. We have golf courses and hotels and things you'll enjoy. So come on down." So now, in the last couple of days, a woman came out and she said, hey, a year ago, I was beaten, um, you know, almost to, to death by a man who I believe worked at one of the hotels. She's saying she, it was a man who worked at one of the hotels. They haven't caught anybody, but she's saying she remembers just before the beating, she saw the logo of the hotel on a, on a guy's shirt. She walked away one night from her husband, was going to go get some snacks or something to another hotel. Anyway, now I'm going to say this, and I feel terrible because the woman was very badly beaten. She's fine now, but like her face was bad, and you could see pictures of it, and 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 whatever. And you know, she had to explain it to her kids. And this is she, so she finally came out with the story about a year. It, it happened a year ago, but she finally came out with the story. Now I'm going to I'm going to venture because I was right about the Jussie Smollett one, and I'm now I'm going to I'm going to venture out on this one and say the same thing. There's holes in this story. There's a lot of holes in this story. But now I'm, I'm, I'm apprehensive to say that because of Jesse Smollett, he, he didn't have anything on his face. He had no signs of, of a beating. This woman actually had signs of a beating. So something happened. She was definitely beaten by, by whether it be her, did it to herself or her husband. Whatever, I, I don't know. But there's more to this story that, that meets the eye. If there were proper investigations going on, like sometimes when you're Dominican Republic or Mexico or any of these countries that, that you know, don't have, uh, you know, as good of the government and laws as we have here, you know, you're not getting the best investigation. It's, you know, usually the investigating is a guy who works at the hotel. Like, I don't know. I looked. I didn't see nothing. She looked. I don't know. She walked too far away, and you when you walk far away, things happen. It's that's all. That's it. That's it. It's over. You know, like that's that's what it, I think. That's what it is. I don't think they're you know going to school, criminal investigation school, or anything like that. I think they just get the job. <laughs> How many times have you done? <laughs> I don't know. It's no good for go to walk away. Don't walk away. It's they the, should have you do it like PR yeah, for, yeah, like for what, DR. So what do you say? What do you say about this woman? Just like the chief of police there, like I, that she was beaten. I say don't go late night to dark place look for snack that's good you know <laughs> that's all be safe and that'll be the end of it so that's all so this Dominican Republic so now this is the beginning of the story Dominican Republic then a couple days ago a couple a, a, a couple dies in their room they just die they die it's it's it's, it's kind of a strange death they just go to sleep one night they're in the Dominican Republic on vacation uh older couple you know probably in I think their early 60s or whatever they go to bed and they don't wake up. A week later, happens again. Another, another, another woman. You know, youngish lady on vacation by herself, I believe. Same thing. Goes to sleep, dies. Now and then, now a ton of it's coming out. Like, oh yeah, my my, uh, I had a friend who died there. And a lot of them are saying what they're doing is they're they're taking. Um, the last thing they did or remember doing before dying or getting sick was they drank from the mini bar. At these hotels, mm. so whether it's that somebody is spiking the mini bar stuff, or you know, who knows, or these people had problems before that. You're not hearing anything about that. Like we're going to start. This is going to what's going to start happening. You start here. Yeah, they had a bit of a drug problem, and they went to on vacation by themselves. And next thing you know, they're dead in their hotel room. Uh, you know that because you did other shit. You know, I don't know if you can blame Dominican Republic for that. So Dominican Republic now, because this is it. I mean, the Dominican Republic only has tourism. So if it, and then, oh, I forgot. The, so then all this is happening to, about in the Dominican. 
while uh, these people are dying. The woman gets beaten. Uh, and it's all over the news. You can't go on the news right now or Twitter or any of these things and not see people saying, oh, I have a story, too. Now that all these other stories are coming out, they're like, hey, oh, I remember I got sick in the Dominican Republic, too. And uh, and at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino and whatever these casinos are and hotels and resorts. And then, yes, two, three days ago in the Dominican Republic, his hometown, Big Poppy. The first baseman for many years of the of the Boston Red Sox, and now, now he's retired. Amazing player, David Ortiz. He gets shot in a bar in the Dominican Republic by, like, hitmen. He's standing in a bar, middle of the day, and these two hitmen come in and shoot, you know, Big Poppy, David Ortiz. They don't kill him. He's fine, but they shoot him in the, in the stomach and gut or whatever, and, and twice, and... Then they beat up the guy. So this is all bad news for the Dominican Republic. Like they're like, wow, we can't. This is way too much for this. So now, uh, that this morning, I'm, I'm looking up, you know, more Dominican Republic stories. And of course, a girl, Cora Smith, her name is. She uh, does a uh, Instagram account called the Gr- uh, the Great Escape Blog or something. You know, one of those girls. And it says she's a she's an influencer, uh, you know, on, of, about travel. And she went to the Dominican Republic a few years ago. Didn't want to mention it, but she was driving her bike, and uh, some guys drove up on their bikes and they grabbed at her, like you know, sexual in a sexual way, and she drove off. And then I read she has twenty six thousand followers. Twenty six thousand followers. Who gives a shit? I uh, would. I mean, would twenty six thousand? Alex has twenty six thousand followers. Nobody cares. Twenty six thousand. I have thirty thousand followers. If I, I get my ass grabbed every five minutes in Las Vegas, you don't see me bitching about it. <laughs> anyway, so that was that. I just happened to read. And now everyone's just jumping on the Dominican. Oh, I had something happen to me. My head immediately goes to when I start hearing things like this, even in Mexico, and when that was going down and, and Dominican, all I think about is, hey, man, sounds like I can get a, I can get a pretty good bargain right now on a hotel room <laughs> in Dominican time. Republic. Now's the time mm-hmm. to book. That's You know what? Forget taking your kids to Disneyland for 200 bucks a pop. Take your kids to Dominican. So you got a family of six. You lose one kid. What's the big deal? Come back with a family of five. And, you, you know, you save on groceries. You can afford the infinity pool yes. right now. Yes. Oh, my God. I would say go there because you got to figure. Okay. Just just play the numbers. There's got hundreds of thousands of people probably go to the Dominican Republic every week for, you know, in all the resorts they have. If three die, that's like nothing. More people die in Vegas. You don't, that same weekend, people more people probably died in... More people die in Chicago, for in, sure. In New York City. Yeah. Everybody goes to New York City for vacation. There's yeah. three or four who die probably in a hotel room. You don't hear about it. Mm. So, uh, so now, the, you know, everywhere. I would imagine in Paris, people are dying from whatever. I mean, even, they can't even... Big Poppy didn't even die, and he got shot. Big, it's not that and, bad. And they were, two, they were hired hitmen. Like, they had one who job. Who hired them? They had one... Well, they, uh, there's, there's rumors now about... It was a gang, you know. There's it, always it, that it story. A, it was a drug thing, and it was also like a cheating on. He, somebody had cheated on somebody's wife, and they mm-hmm. sent this. So this guy, this drug kingpin or whatever, who hires two hitmen, who go, hello, we could do it. Big Poppy, no problem. He'd be dead, no problem. Middle of the afternoon, I'll go take care of it. <laughs> they walk in middle of the afternoon. They've, you got to see, you can see they have security footage of it. They're 10 feet from Big Poppy. They missed three shots. <laughs> like, I could have killed Big Poppy. I never shot a gun in my life. You should have, you could have hired me for $1,000. I would have went and shot Big Poppy. Not that I would. I like Big Poppy. I wouldn't have wanted to shoot him. But I could have done a better job than these hired hitmen who now, because they want to get the shit beat out of him by the people in the bar. You got to see this guy's face. He just jumped all over and beat him. So anyway, well, Dominican Republic... Here's my here's my advice to everybody. Go. I think now's the time to go. Now go have a good time in the Dominican Republic. Um, you know, maybe go with Cora Smith, the girl who has twenty six thousand followers on Instagram. Who they grabbed her ass while she was driving a bike down a dirt road, and uh, that's that's it. They have a hashtag uh, on on Twitter. Be fair with Dr. To be fair with the Dominican Republic. So if you have a good experience, which nobody does, they're all just, you know, jumping on saying it's awful and whatever. But if you do have a good experience, you can go on and say, I had a great time and then hashtag it with be fair to the DR because we need this shit. We're, you know, it's pretty much a third world country who has no income whatsoever outside of tourism. So without this and a couple of baseball players, a lot of shortstops have come from the Dominican Republic. big export. Yeah. So outside of shortstops and, and, uh, and, um, you know, and then and then in in one fell swoop, everything gets fucked. They wind up shooting one of the baseball players, so ending there, thus ending tourism and baseball for the country that only has tourism and baseball. Hey, you want to hear something crazy? Humans eat 
a credit card size amount of plastic each week. There was recently <laughs> a, uh, a new study led by the University of Newcastle in Australia has found out that people, you know, I guess little particles of plastic are in everything. Everything. So once you, yeah, everything you eat, so in a week, you're eating like the size of your of your check card, you know, your your debit card, about that size of, of plastic. And I guess Is that it's, it? <clears throat> it's in bottled waters, a lot of it. Yeah. You know, it's a little tiny little particles fall off. that come out. They say shellfish has a ton of it. So if you're eating if you're eating shellfish, which uh, I, I don't know how many people are downing that much shellfish, unless you're you know live unless you're stranded on a desert island somewhere, uh, you know I don't know how much shellfish you're eating. They had shellfish. <laughs> Speaking of that, I went to the buffet at the Mohican Sun, which is you know it's a big giant casino buffet. You probably know them, Alex, mm. from your days in Vegas. I don't hate I don't hate on buffets. I don't do them well. I'm not good at it because I feel I feel like I'm. How much can one person possibly? Eat? I eat like one plate of stuff, and I'm like, well, that's it for me. But I've already I've now it was forty dollars, and I feel like I have to go get more stuff. And then you always end up just getting like four desserts, right? You yeah. just get the desserts. I did I did exactly that. That's what you always do. And I don't. And then I I don't time it out right because they have the stations. Like here's Mexican food station. Here's Chinese food station. Here's steak and turkey station. Here's this seafood. Sushi. They, they, yeah. they, they had they had shellfish. They had oysters and clams and shit. And I like oh. All right, I like. Then I'm. I find myself doing his. Cra- hey, look! I just ate crab legs and pancakes on the same plate. Like that's an animal would do that. That's like that's like if a dog. Like you know, like if a, when I'm at a buffet, it's like when a dog knocks over a garbage can and they just eat everything because they don't they don't have a brain to to tell them they're full. So dogs just eat till they die. You know, they'll eat until they die. If you knock over a garbage can or, or like you know put a, if a dog gets into like your pantry, they'll just eat the entire pantry. That's what I do at a, at a buffet. I'll eat the literal just so credit I, card. Just so I get, I get, yeah, so I get my forty dollars worth. So, all of you, right now, have a have a credit card size amount of plastic in your in your uh, in your gut from from. It says beer. Beer has a lot of it. Salt. I don't. I, I really don't use salt. Doesn't that make you kind of care a little less about the turtles, though? Like, well, that's the other I thing. I can take I, a credit card. You could deal with a straw, buddy. I, you would th- oh, I mentioned something about the turtles recently. I was in La Jolla, I think, which is like they the, got I, I didn't realize didn't it was a, that's like the turtle sea turtle capital of the world. And I said something about the straws. They're the people who brought their own straws because, to the store, well, huh? No, because what's happening now in the straw world? I don't know if you metal straw. No, metal? they don't give you any straw. Oh, and especially you ask? In, in San Diego and in many places I've gone lately, no. straw. So you just, I think I mentioned this before, you just have to go lip to mouth on the cup, which is I, well, the way we kind of used to do it, I mm. guess, but it just feels weird these yeah. days. I did it because I feel weird asking for a straw. I, I, I'm, I've been, I feel like I've been shamed, been shamed into not getting a straw, especially in La Jolla where, you know, the, the, you live amongst the sea life. Like there's sea lions on the street and, and, and turtles and stuff. They so literally sweep up the turtles with the straws yeah, in their noses. Yeah, so you're, you're there. And I mentioned it on stage and people were like, Ooh, they were booing me. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, a bad uh, town for that, for that joke. What a, what a way yeah. to divide the room. I know. I was like, wow. I didn't realize this. I didn't say anything bad about sea turtles. I was like, I just, I'd never seen a sea turtle in life you know i use a straw every day i'm not hanging out with a sea turtle every day you know what i mean like i'm i have to think more about my life you know than the sea you got turtle a, life. you got a credit card in your gut biome right now so <laughs> exactly. you got bigger problems yeah. to worry about. i could literally shit out a wallet full of credit cards yeah. right now because i had two bottled waters last night and a beer well, it's in so uh, another thing that's going on right now is the World Cup female uh, female soccer World Cup started last night, I believe, uh, in Reims. If I'm not pronouncing that correctly, or Reims, France. And the women, are, the USA, the women's USA soccer team is supposed to be unbelievable this year. They're apparently head and shoulders above everybody uh, in 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 the in the world, and they proved it last night by beating, I believe, they've played Thailand. Uh, and they beat them thirteen nothing in soccer. This is soccer. Thirteen goals. So thirteen nothing. They beat them. Uh, Alex Morgan, who I guess is like the uh, you know she's I, I she's like one well, of the best ones. She scored five goals, and now they're in trouble because the whole world is angry at them because they were celebrating like crazy every goal. So after, after when it was five nothing, which in like the first two minutes it was five nothing. 
and they were basically playing what what was what was uh, amounted to them com- compared to these girls, the USA women's soccer team. This team in Thailand was basically playing a junior high school team. They, you know, they they had no it, there was smoking no, them. It wasn't going to happen. They There's no win. mercy rule, or no, no mercy rule. <laughs> Not like we used to have like a mercy rule in you know baseball or whatever. <laughs> so, and they were just celebrating like crazy. Uh, like eleventh goal, they were still jumping up and down as if they. <laughs> so the kind the rest that's of the world was me. The, exactly. That's that's what, that's what they're saying. The rest of the world's like fuck these American assholes. Like they're you know already hate they already hate us because we're you know Donald because Trump yeah. and cocky and whatever else whatever reason you hate mm-hmm. Americans. Everyone hates Americans. They they say they do. Everyone hates Americans, but they really don't. I travel all over the world and every, they, people are fine with Americans. You know they're fine with me at least because I I I'm able to you know I look like a decent person when I go out in that country and I have respect. I'm not walking around in my cargo shorts with my uh, you know with my American flag T-shirt on walking through the streets of Paris going yeah that's right. America with my sleeves cut off and my American Eagle faded American Eagle tattoo that I got at the flea market 18 years ago. I don't, I'm not doing that. All right. I'm, I'm trying to assimilate into the life of whatever country I'm in to the best of my ability. I am a tall white guy. So, you know, there's only so much I can do. I, you know, for anywhere I go, I look like, you know, just somebody's dad who's wandered off. <laughs> Stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah, right, right. But I do my best to, uh, you know, not, not to cause any trouble when I'm in these countries. But so, so they, they're jumping around too much and every, all the, all the other countries are very upset at them saying you didn't, you didn't need to, to, you know, to do a fucking victory dance you didn't need to when, cheer on, the, on the 11th, 12. on the 11th goal. Uh, and I kind of, you know, I almost understand it, but and then I, I read the girl, one of the girls this morning. Uh, one of the soccer players was like, hey, man, you know what? We work our whole lives to get to this, the World Cup. And you, yeah, we're going to celebrate every goal. Yeah. I don't care who we're playing. You know, I'm sorry. This is – and, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of agree with that too because, you know, there's so much celebration of sport in in this world and this country – but mostly men's sports, you know. Yeah. We sell. You know, we got the. We get. You know, we have the NBA finals going on right now. We have the NHL go, finals going on right now. I think both going to Game Seven or maybe. Um, and you know, people go nuts for it. These guys celebrate. Nobody's saying anything. But we don't really celebrate the WNBA or any of these. And if softball, I think the UCLA. UCLA, I believe it was. They just won the softball world championship again. They win every year. Good dudes, girl. No, you hear a fucking word about you hear it. A word about it. I didn't hear. So I and say, also, if it were LeBron and the All Stars in right. America dunking on you know Latvia or they, whatever, we did it. We, I remember the yeah, Olympics. Yeah, we we, were, we would be behind them if it were LeBron. In all honesty, I truly feel like society would not care. I would say I say to you, women, superstar. keep celebrating. Good yeah. for you. Go. Nobody gives a shit about women's soccer. I mean, I, I'm actually enjoying it, and I, I know women's soccer is bigger than most. Like it's big. That's bigger than most of the female sports. It is a kind of a good one. Go for it. Fuck yeah. You, I mean, all these poor girls, like the gymnasts, those ones who, you know, were amazing a few years ago. And then we find out, you know, two years after they did this amazing win gold medal performance, we found out that this fucking cocksucker, you know, uh, doctor that they had for years, not, what was his name? Nadia Nidell or whatever. He was fucking fingering all of them for 20 years saying, you know, this is- that America? It was in America. The United States Gymnastics- Doctor, who there was hired by the by the, the gymnastics committee of the Olympics, Oof. was for years. So you got to figure these soccer girls probably went through some some same shit. Of these fucking freaks, mm-hmm. they tell them, "Oh, this is how we do it. This is how you get your your legs ready for the game by uh, you know." Finger. And he would come into the hotel rooms late at night and, and do like a massage on. We got to do. Uh, we got to do and nighttime that, so, reco- so active recovery. The, these poor girls have to go through this shit. And compete in a world where they get half, half, not even less than half of, of what men get, and and uh, and I say, not only celebrate the eleventh goal, celebrate the twelfth, the fifteenth, celebrate every fucking goal because you know there was nobody fingering Big Poppy when he was playing for the Boston Red Sox. So fuck it, go ahead, have fun. I'm very excited to watch more games with these girls. I like Alex Morgan. I like the the, the women's soccer team, and I like um, watching. I don't care well, about that's, soccer that's outside of the World fun. Cup. Yeah, exactly. People who are cocky in their skill. I'm like, sorry you suck everyone, at yeah. I'm sorry you suck at soccer, Thailand. But you have other things going for you. Like I don't know, nothing. 
don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys are you taking have, the cake and yeah, uh, you have yeah zero indoor. I don't think you have indoor plumbing. Look, but, they've had they've in all fairness, Thailand's been very progressive toward trans people for years. So that's right. Boom. They have a whole that's industry. their gold medal. Thai lady boys. Or yeah, yeah, that's right. We didn't. Yeah, we we let you lady boys celebrate. You're better than our lady boys, and we're not. You don't see us out there crying in the street about whose lady boys are better. You guys have better lady boys. That's you know that's it. On that, uh, you know, the uh, one other thing that I think is important. Go ahead. In boxing or in anything, that's how you sell a fight. That's how they're. That's yeah. You want negative publicity is good too. So let them celebrate. Let them excite the rest of the world. And then guess what? If another country beats our girls, that's even better for them because they got to beat, you I know, our antagonist. I, 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 if I you agree will. with you. I agree with you. It's I don't gonna know make if- it better. Uh, did, did you know that cats know their names? Uh, a lot of there's been a recent study. Uh, I just read it last night in the Scientific American magazine. Uh, they a lot of people believe that cats don't know their names as well as dogs do because they think dogs are smarter. But uh, there's now Atsuko Sayatu, a behavioral scientist at Sophia. You oh Sophia Sophia, Sophia University in Tokyo. Previously showed that cats can recognize their owner's voice in a latest study, which involved 78 cats. Yeah, 78 cats from Japanese households and a cat cafe. Oh boy! So she, this woman, uh, studied 78 cats, and uh, the research shows that they know their names. But they're just ignoring they're you. They're ignoring you. They are. They don't they're care. ignoring you. Uh, it says the new study indicates domestic cats do recognize their own names, even if they walk away from you when they hear them. So basically, they if you have cats at home, uh, they, 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 they hear you. Yeah. They're just not. They get they, it. They choose not to. Uh, we used to have a cat when I was a kid on a, I forget what he plugged. It was a talking cat. Um, his name was Morris. Morris the cat. And he would plug, I think it was Frisky's, like just cat food or whatever. And it was basically uh, back, as I talk about all the time, before we really knew like gay, like village people, we didn't know they were gay. At least I didn't. I, I was just, oh, you know, they're just five, five guys dressed in, you know, fun outfits. And they're going to sing, they sing pretty to me what seemed like very macho songs. Like yeah. they're talking about the YMCA, which is a great, great place to work, work out. out. Talking about macho men, which is, that's, that's their like big hus- muscular Cops, men. fire. Talking about, exactly. They're talking about uh, in the Navy, which is, that's a, that's a very good place to go to, you know, be a man and, and fight in wars. And then we had a thing called, called Morris the Cat, which he was a, a cat that uh, for years he was a huge uh, spokesperson for um, uh, Friskies, I believe, or, or one of them. Uh, anyway, he was flame. Uh, looking back on it now, I didn't realize Morris the Cat <clears throat> was just like a flamingly gay. If he had, a, if if Morris Cat had the life, he was like a flamingly gay single man who just was, you know, real catty, not, so to speak. Uh, and he would uh, plug, he would basically say things like, well, he would talk like this and he would say, uh, you know, he would make fun of his owners a lot. Like, this is the food you're giving me. He had a real fancy lifestyle, I guess. And that was Morris the Cat. So I, Morris the Cat knew his name. Morris the Cat knew his name. That and was he, uh, Nine Lives. Nine Lives. That's nine what Morris lives. the Cat did. That's correct. Nine Here, Lives. So. Let's yeah, do we have a little Morris the Cat? Yeah, oh, this would be yeah. Let's. Want to bet? Have to eat, right? Here it is. Oh, I've got something good for you too. Who says I need improving? Good things like chicken, fish, <laughs> liver. It's Nine Lives Super Supper. Yeah. Super Supper. Well, I could stretch to the ball. Mm, nine Lives unique recipes. Yeah. Food See, he was like a flaming cat. cat. You know, we're currently like in the heart of gay pride. So I say we. That was like the first real gay character on television. Was a cat. We're gonna who, bring him a back. Real sassy cat. Sassy that little was, cat. Nice job getting it up, Alex. Real quick, we got up that an old 1970s Morris the Cat commercial. Um, That's so, how I do it. Yeah, I, I keep Morris the Cat on deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. What else can we talk about? Uh, I was, you know, where I recently was, and I, I, I don't know. I think we might have. T- I went to IKEA. And I'm just going to say this to the people of Ikea. I know we've all gone. We all go to Ikea. And it's not the greatest furniture in the world. You know, you get it and it looks fine. You put it together. It's like cheap press boardy crap. And, you know, we all know the jokes. It's a pain in the ass to put together. And and it is. And it's heavy and it's cumbersome. And But we all have something in our house that's from Ikea. We just do. Everybody does. It's easy to get. You get it done that day. We all have a shelf or dresser or, or plant. You know, we have all sorts of stuff. 
And then of and now they've given them these horrible, I don't know if it's Sweden, that they're into this. You know, the Swedes, they're not good dressers. I don't, they've never been known for their fashion. They wear odd fashion that in America we used to wear it like 10 years ago. They're always like 10 years behind us fashion-wise. Like right now they're like wearing... Um, they like Swedes. You'll see them on vacation, like where I just was, like in Montauk and the Hamptons. There's some Swedes out there, and they'll be wearing like a little bit, like a white jean that was like a like, like an a, episode of Friends. Kind right, of yeah. right, yeah. They're like ten years behind. Sweaters. Us. So, I guess they put all these the employees of of the IKEA. I don't know if in your town they have, but in, at least here in Los Angeles, they're in some striped yellow shirt. Which is the, it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. And I feel bad for these poor people. I'm like, now, not only do they have to go to work, and they're like, fuck, I got to go to work, you know, and, and she fucking packed Ikea. And not that that's bad. That's a, that's a job like any other, you know, and I'm sure it's probably, you know, they probably get paid and maybe have benefits. But they got to wear this fucking horrible costume now that's so bad. Hey everyone, summer's coming, and I know you're busy, especially during the summer. That's why HelloFresh is the thing that is more perfect in the summer than it is any other time of year. HelloFresh makes conquering the kitchen a reality with deliciously simple, simple recipes, uh, fresh pre-measured ingredients, or easy to follow six-step pictured recipe cards are delivered to your door each week. I get this thing because we're so busy now with this cover to cover and going on the road and everything, and this comes right to the door, and we we're, we have a meal on the table within 40 minutes, and good stuff too. I mean. Three plans you could choose from classic veggie family options, and you could switch them at any time. You know, we say maybe like, oh, you're over being a vegetarian. You're like, I'm gonna go with the family option now or the classic option. So you could do that anytime. And because you listen to Cover to Cover and you're Cover to Cover fanatics, I will give you and the people at HelloFresh will give you $80 off your first month at HelloFresh.com. You go to HelloFresh.com backslash Cover to Cover 80 and enter the code Cover to Cover 80. That will give you $80 off your first month of HelloFresh. This way, go out, relax by the pool, uh, do whatever you do during the summer, later nights in the summertime. You don't want to go inside and start cooking and preparing. So that's why these guys make it real easy for you. Go to HelloFresh, cover to cover 80, enter cover to cover 80, get $80 off your first HelloFresh, and then write me on Instagram or whatever and tell me how much you love it because you, you, there's no way you won't. It's fantastic. Enjoy HelloFresh this summer. Compliments or at least $80 off cover to cover. Thanks. Uh, I'm a man of the people, and and I'm definitely each each with each passing day, I become more and more a man of the people because I have to be. Chris There's is a, willing to get his car burglarized to bring you guys. I, you know, that's why I drive the Buick. I drive the Buick little Buick truck because nobody's going to burglarize it. When I had my my hundred thousand dollar Cadillac, I was always concerned that this is this is going to be burglarized, and it was it was a stress I didn't need. So now I get this little Buick that I drip around in. Nobody ain't nobody going to bother me and my Buick. Oh my God! I, you know what I'm going. You know where I'm going after this is over. I'm going to the Dominican Republic. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know what? I, and and just to chant, just to to throw fucking, you know, caution to the wind. I'm going to drink everything in the fucking mini bar. I'm going to go and I'm going to drink all the little, you know, Malibu with rum bottles. And I'm going to see if I live. What do you mean? Have a better time? You know. What and if I don't, if I don't live, who gives a fuck? You know. In the end, I've done some pretty good shit. In my 53 years of living, 53, I just turned 53. In my 53 years of living, I've done some pretty good shit. I've had a pretty good life. So if it ends, like a lot of people in the old, like I, I just went out, I was out in the Hamptons. And in the Hamptons, you drive past these old graveyards. Oh, I mean, old. I'm talking 1700s, these graveyards are from. And you look at the age of the people died. It's like 1717. To 1742. Uh, so that's like you died at 38. 30, everybody. There's nobody in that graveyard, in this this whole graveyard, that's that's 85. Not one. They're all 32. So I'm not saying die at 32. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but if, honestly, if I was in the Dominican Republic and I went out for late night snacks and a couple of bus boys grabbed my ass and then I've collapsed because I drank a Bailey's out of the refrigerator... I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. It's fine. The only, my only concern was getting my body back home. Like, I don't think they would care about it because I'm, I'm already dead. I'm already an American who celebrates too much for, at, you know, at a soccer game. So they'd be like, oh, fuck. They'll probably just put me in a plastic bag with my pants off. You know, everybody's seeing my business, dead business, which is probably not great to look at. 
You know what I mean? Like paling. <laughs> it's 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 a worse color yeah, than it normally. Exactly. It's, it's like a yeah. You know, it doesn't look good. It's 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 not uh, ready for um you know to be ready for its uh, close up. It's slightly bloated. Right. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's weird. Yeah, exactly. I don't want. <laughs> and then just gonna stuff me in a bag and put me probably on a Spirit Airlines flight Hang in you a from car. A bridge. Like Spirit probably runs a deal. They're like, well, oh yeah, oh because they you know they're like a cheap airline. They're like, not only do we carry. You know, people in just little tiny seats and charge them for every fucking breath they take. Uh, you know, these poor people. We have chickens on the on the flight. We also have a bunch of dead people in the uh, storage down below, just getting them back from their vacation so where they fucked up and drank a, too much out of the mini bar. It was a busy week in the DR, so the last couple rows are full of them too. You know, Alex, be fair to the DR. <laughs> oh, Hashtag be fair to the DR. Not being How fair. dare you? You're not being fair to the DR. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that, that'd be fine with me. I'm actually going to look it up I, t- um, tonight and see if I can find a trip to the D- D- DR where there's no uh, car alarms. They don't so, care. Just yeah. break into them. Yeah, and so DR is okay, but PR is not? Puerto Rican. No, is PR not okay? <laughs> like calling him Puerto Rican? Like I feel like you can't say the PR, but you can say the DR. Is that true or is that? We used to have a uh, neighbor in our house, uh, speaking of PRs. <laughs> uh, across the street, lived across the street from us. Her name was Mrs. Mackin. She was an old woman who used to wear these flowing gowns, and she she fancied herself like a real fancy gal, Mrs. Mackin. And she talked like this, and she would walk across Ocean Avenue, which we lived on, and it was like a a big, a big it was a very large street for the suburbs, a, a busy street. And she would come walking across in a flowing gown. She would knock on our front door and she'd always bring us cakes. She Somehow she knew our birthdays, me and all my brothers, she knew our birthdays. And she would bring us cakes. That were, She put a lot of time and effort into these cakes. But for some reason, they always tasted like mothballs. And we didn't know why. We were just like, because I think she had, this, like people used to use mothballs a lot. I don't think that's a thing anymore, mothballs. She used to use mothballs. And one day... Uh, my father, we used to have to work. My father, back in the 70s, when shit was, you know, uh, uh, not great here in America, my father had to go do some work in some cities that he, you know, wasn't great just for work. And there was no there was no work in New York in 1975. We had gas shortages, lines down the block to just get gas. Shit was bad. Son of Sam was killing lovers on the, uh, on the, in, on Lover's Lane. He was shooting people, the Yankee blackouts in New York. Like the whole entire city would just black out. Because the power grid was fucked up and it just gone. So then, as soon as the power went out, everyone just fucking busted into every store and stole shit and looting and whatever. This is in the 70s in New York. This is where I'm growing up. Mrs. Mackin. So my father had to go work. Flint, Michigan, he went and worked. He went and fucked, went to Saudi Arabia for years. He had to go work in Saudi Arabia, in the Middle East, Saudi Arabia. That's where he had to go, you know, do construction work to make money because they, that was where the fucking jobs were. My father went. So we didn't, my father, there was like a whole like eight months where he wasn't there. And Mrs. Mackin would come over and she, we, that was back once again when you had three networks. She did, that's where you got your news. You got your news from three networks. You didn't get your news from Twitter or Instagram or anybody else. You got it from the three networks. And it was, you know, shit started going down in the Middle East. There was, you know, there was Iran and it was, you know, the Jimmy Carter and all that. And she goes, your husband better get out of there before these PRs get him. And we're like, What? She, she was a Puerto Rican. I'm like, well, he's in the Middle East. She just, oh, she had, it doesn't mean to her brown people are brown people. Like the Puerto Rican. Yeah, they're all Puerto Ricans. So she goes, get him out of there before the PRs get him. And then she turned around, gave us our, our mothball cake, and walked back across Ocean Avenue in her flowing gown. I think the last place you need to worry about Puerto Ricans yeah. is in Saudi no, Arabia. No, but to her, Puerto Ricans were all brown people. I know. Like, so, yeah, in Saudi Arabia... Those are Puerto Ricans down the block in Lake Ronkonkoma. Like she would always tell us, we used to go swim in the lake. We lived on a lake in Lake Ronkonkoma. Don't go down there. What would she say? She goes, <laughs> go uh, she, so she goes, there's a bad element down there. And my little brother, he was younger, a little younger than me, Matt. He goes, what's a bad element? She goes, Puerto Ricans. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, the racist 70s. An 80-year-old woman in 1977, nothing more fun and racist to me. Uh, They just didn't know any better. And that's just the way the world was, you know? And I guess it's fine. I don't know. I don't know how. These days, you can't. You can't even mention race. I was just watching Colin Quinn's um, special on, on Netflix, a fantastic special called New York Story. And he, he has kind of a good point about it. He's like, why, why do we get to the point where in this world, why do 
we celebrate the differences in our race? It is interesting. We all do have weird quirks. White people have them, and I think it's fun. Yeah, our quirks. Well, but it you, used to be something you bust each other's balls over. Exactly, yeah. and it kind of not 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 in a malicious uh, asshole way. Which that's what happens. The assholes ruin it for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. the, the fucking people down in you know in down in the south who want to kill everybody because they're different than them. They ruin it for us who just want to have a good time with it. Like where I'm from, I live amongst fucking everybody, well, and I even, like the fact that the Mexican guy does this and the Chinese guy does that and the white guy does that and the black guy does this. I think it's great. Mrs. Mackin loved it. They were all Puerto Ricans to her. You're all Puerto Ricans. P.R. she would call them as you said. P.R. <laughs> I'm going to have a hashtag for Mrs. Mackin. Be fair to the Be P.R. Fair to the Be PR. fair to the P.R.'s. <laughs> oh god anyway so that's uh, i would say i'm gonna say celebrate it people celebrate it i know you know i don't know who listens to this podcast i, I see you all and i see we're mostly whiteies but uh if you i i i love i love all you all you should see them in those casinos man those fucking Dude, i know i oh yeah oh they're in a, like the, the, the i've ones, been to the win in yeah, las vegas yeah but even that's like that's like a vegas one so it's a little different you go to the ones out and you know out in connecticut and stuff it's all the asian and they you know they cater to the asians they had mm. You know, they got the uh, Mahjong, that game that my mother used to play, weirdly enough. My mother, my mother used to play Mahjong, which is an Asian She'd play board with game. actual tiles. And then though, there's huh? a, that other, yeah, with the tiles. And then there's another game, there's another card game that's, that Asians are really into. Baccarat? Baccarat? Baccarat, Baccarat? yeah. That could yeah, be it's right. a very. So that's how, ra- see, subtly, race, subtly racist is they had the Baccarat section of the casino and the Mahjong section of the casino. And then the one restaurant they have on that side, the Noodle Bar. Mm-hmm. And it was packed. It was packed. They all got, they always, they're always walking around plastic bags. They always have, you know, like a plastic bag that you get at like a CVS. They, every Asian's got a plastic bag filled with sticks. No, just twigs. <laughs> I don't know. They always got garbage in a plastic bag that they have on a walker, you know, using the walker. Not as a walker. They're using it as a um as a as a, as like a, cart. a rolling as a cart, cart. Yeah, yeah, as a cart. They do it at the at the buffet. They tie I see stuff them at the buffet. It. They instead of making three trips with one plate, they use the walker for the for the hold the plates on. Oh. So they put the plates on the walker, and then they just use it as a cart to wheel back to the table. With they see? get a ton of crab legs. Dude. They probably got three credit cards in their little yeah. their little Asian stomachs. <laughs> <laughs> When wow. in the win in Vegas, that is all like Vegas gambling has kind of lost its thing, you know, right. and uh, the win it literally they cater to the macaw players. And I think like most of the restaurants there are Asian restaurants. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. Man. Right. I suck at it. I suck at gambling. But there's I also- really do. I, I I love that Wheel of Fortune slot machine. I love it, and they have like a high end one now oh. at, at Mohican Sun. It like it, it's like you know three D. It's crazy, wheels spinning everywhere, and I don't know if I. I, I mean, I, at one point I was up like three hundred bucks, and I just put it right back in. I'm like, well, if I'm up three hundred. I could be up 600. And then, of course, that's how everybody does it. That's how they're able to build giant casinos. $1,700 later, you're like, yeah. what happened? I didn't feel too bad, though. I mean, my, my, my shows were like half filled. But then Howard Jones, he's an 80s uh, rock icon, as far as I'm concerned. He was playing in like the center. They called it the Wolf Lodge. It's like in the, center, yeah. in the center of the casino at like 8 o'clock at night on a Friday night. And he's got, you know, 27 people there. And it's free. You can kind of just Madonna's stand around in the corner, it. jealous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Madonna's. She's coming on next. She's like, Jesus, where are the people? <laughs> Actually, the next night there was Los Lobos. Was the next night, and oh. and, and they were they same thing. Thirty five people, mm-hmm. thirty five like really old people who just get it comes with the package. You know, like they you get the like, room free and yeah, you'll see Los you Lobos. See so they have them. no idea what Los Lobos is. It's like, who are these damn Mexicans up here singing La Bamba? <laughs> who are these Puerto the Ricans? Hell, bring back Howard Jones. At least he's a white fella. So anyway, that was uh, that was Mohican Sun weekend, and I and then of course I have you know other people who come to my shows have to walk to a country western bar to get there. The casino thing is fun. Like we were, we were talking about tourists, I worked in casinos for years. I don't think people hate Americans. I think people just hate young people because I think young Americans probably are terrible. In other countries, right? Oh, I'd agree. But with like that. young Brits, and like I feel like every country sucks when their young guys are all drunk walking around your city. You know what I'm like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think people are probably awful everywhere. You know, you just you just get. I, I try to remain, and I'm sure most of the people are pretty good. You know, we we can't. Uh, let's see. What is it? What is a big Howard Jones song? Uh, he has that one. John, uh, this one. This was his biggest, maybe, and. So now, this was a great song in 19-whatever year it came out. 
Hold on, I'm gonna come to back. Things. Things. Is that what you want? Is that, is that it? Let me. This. Remember this song? This song was huge, and he gets 27 people in the crowd. Like this guy should have had at least a thousand people just on this song alone. This was a great tune. Oh, I'm in. This is me in high school. Ah. I went and got some red sneakers at the Smith Haven Mall. I thought that was the shit. Because he, he wore red sneakers. Howard Jones. I think he's going. We have to re... All right. Anyway, that's Howard Jones. Where else have you been lately? <clears throat> that's it. That's it. So now let's, let's, let, well, let's tell you where I'm coming. See, I just told you I was coming to Salt Lake City. And, and I know you people are going to come to that because you've already, you've already voiced your opinions. And your opinions worked. You did it. You you actually said you went on their website and you said bring Chris Vangiola and they called you know, wise me. guys wise guys oh very nice. like, so they have three locations I'm at the something landing location whatever that means but I am coming to a place called Comedy Off Broadway which I'm actually excited about which I've never been to before I've never been to this comedy club I hear it's very good and it's in uh, Lexington Kentucky mm, I, I believe think. yeah I believe that's actually I believe in Lexington Kentucky and I am there like next week June 20th through the 22nd I'm there that's the first day of summer. Friday night, 21st, you could see me on the summer solstice, which I believe is the longest day of the year. Oh. So that should be perfect. It should be bright sunlight when I go on stage in front of 75 people yes. at the, uh, at the uh, uh, Comedy Off-Broadway. I would love to see you there. If you're anybody, I don't know anybody in that world, in that neck Have of the woods. Have you been to, you, do I've you do Kentucky? There, never <clears throat> been there, never right. been to this, so I don't know anybody. If, if anybody knows me, please come take me to lunch. I'll take you to lunch. You take me. If you got friends in Lexington, let them know. Please. Then come to, I'm coming to Hilarities, one of my favorite places. Hilarities in Cleveland. You all know it. We all know Hilarities in Cleveland. It's in that little 4th Street area, whatever that's called. Cool area. I'm coming there on a Wednesday night. I know it's a Wednesday night. You don't have to tell me. I know you all like to tell me, a weeknight. We don't move on a weeknight. We're not going to see Madonna. We're not going to see you, you fuck. So it's a Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, one show at the 26th of June. I'm at Hilarities. Then I get in a car that I rent because one fan, the greatest thing ever, a fan's ever done for me, and they do some nice things for me. A couple of years ago, a fan saw that Heather McDonald and I were struggling to rent a car. We, were, we, did, we put a video of it on Instagram that we were struggling to rent a car. This woman worked at Hertz, and she said, hey, here's my friends and family discount for the rest oh. of your life at Hertz. Wow. And it, I, this has been the greatest thing anyone's ever done for me. I don't know who this woman was. I didn't catch her name, and I probably shouldn't say it anyway if I did. But thank you if you're listening to this podcast. It was the greatest thing anyone's ever done for me. I actually rented a car to go out to Montauk this weekend, and Hertz is fantastic. Thank you, Hertz, for always being top-notch as far as I'm concerned. I'll be renting a car when I leave Hilarities on the 26th. I'll be heading to Dayton, Ohio, which I actually kind of love Dayton, Ohio. It's a cool little town. And I'll be at Dayton, Ohio Funny Bone, and that is on June uh, 28th, 29th, and 30th. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I imagine they're pretty rowdy out there, yeah? They, it's, a it's, a, it's a fun, fun... I've always had a good time in, in Dayton. They have a little cool neighborhood called the something trail or something, which is like a cool, like hip bars and record stores and mm -hmm. antique shops. And it's a real, it's a real good vibe. I like Dayton. Dayton is one of those towns that like, sorry, you have to be here. You know, they always apologize about it. I'm like, I love it. I yeah. think it's great, you know? You're like, look, I was in the PR last week. And <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. I was with Mrs. Mackin <laughs> and the PRs were everywhere and I couldn't get out of there. I'm having a pretty good time here because once again, I say it every time, bit of a bit of a weird news week. You know, we had Dominican Republic. And then I flew in last night. I landed like midnight, got home and like had to come right here. I bought a science magazine to uh, find some fun science articles. And the only one I found was that cats know their name <laughs> that was in here. And then there's like a lot of stuff that's like really over my head. It's like the Big Bang Theory wasn't really. And I'm like, I can't. You're like, yeah, it was that. a flop. We know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, then I, and now, then of course I read things like Cuba Gooding Jr. got, you know, got in trouble for groping girls at a, at a club in New York the other night. And I'm like, oh, now I'm, oh. I'm interested in talking about that more than I am talking about uh, the Big Bang. But, um, the Big Bang, whatever, uncovering the Cuba's groping women. Well, Cuba the has DR's been DR's groping women. Cuba has been groping women. I, I you know, for I, he, we, we kind of lived in the same neighborhood for many years in Studio City, and that dude has been groping women in Studio City, California, for thirty-five years. Every bar, you would see Cuba Gooding Jr. in there, not groping them, but he would always be hanging out. Like he, he's like the last guy in the bar, like looking for something. Hangs out late, <clears throat> and he's now got to be fifty something, and he's just still out there grabbing ass. Got in trouble for it yesterday in New York. 
Mm. Still out there. So, you know, and then I go, I, I was out in Montauk, and like I said, that always brings me back to my youth in the 70s. <clears throat> when you could just say, you could lump anyone into, um, anyone into PRs, and nobody questioned it. Like if Mrs. Mackin were alive today, and she came over to my house and said, uh, hey, uh, get your father out of Saudi Arabia because those PRs are going crazy. Somebody would come out and go, oh, excuse me. Um, first of all, they're not uh, Puerto Ricans in, uh, in, in Saudi Arabia. They're Saudi Arabians. And uh, it's a totally different culture and country and, and everything. Just because they're brown doesn't mean they're Puerto Ricans. You understand that, Mrs. Mackin? Do I understand what? Do you understand that Puerto Ricans are uh, not just all brown people are Puerto Ricans? Oh, oh, get the hell out of here, you faggot. <laughs> she'd be like, there's more? Yeah, yeah. You're a queer. And then she'd walk away with her mothballs in her pockets. And that, that's what the world I grew up in. There was no like, uh, and, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just telling you how it happened. You know, I'm a I'm pretty liberal guy who says, you know, everybody be everybody, have a good time. And then we listened to music. You know, we sat and listened to these songs. And this is where we, you know, you know where I'm getting to, you know where we're at. And I would listen to these songs and, you know, we didn't, you guys get offended and I know you don't, I know, but people do. And it's, you have a good life. Everything is perfect for you. Everything is good. Everything is great. You have, you could, you could get a, like when I was traveling around, I was in six cities in six days. Over the last six days, I went up to Long Island, Connecticut, to upstate Pleasantville, New York, out to Montauk. All of this shit I do on my phone. I, I go to Hotels Tonight app. I get a hotel room for myself. I go to Hertz.com. I get a car for myself. Boom, 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 boom. Done. Done. Easy. Uh, the shit you used to have to do when I was growing up. I mean, forget about it. You rent a car. I don't even know how you did it. I don't know how you did anything. I don't know how you found a person in the mall. Like, meet me at the mall. Meet me at the mall. Meet me at the, in front of, you know, A&S, Abraham and Strauss used to be a department store at two o'clock. If you weren't there at two o'clock, you're fucked. That's it. I don't see you today. You didn't, you weren't there at two o'clock. It's over. I didn't see you. So that's how it works. And we had these songs. We had songs, like I say every time on this, that, you know, they just weren't happy. They weren't happy songs. They weren't, they were about, you know, hey, I f I'm sorry I fucked you over. But, you know, I just, I'm, I've been torn between two lovers for quite some time. That was a song. It was a hit. Go ahead and dance to it. What's it about? Don't worry about what it's about. Enjoy it. So this was one that if you listen to the words. Well, Alex, you have yours first, right? You want me to? I've got yours ready, <coughs> no, too. No, no, let, you let's, wanna... let's do yours first. As we, do, we, all, we always do yours first. And I feel like that's, let's just go with it that way. Uh, I feel give very, us a little back on it. Give a little backstory on it. I feel like now, I'm, Alex. If, you know, let me ask you okay. just to get to know you a little bit, because people seem to really like you now. There's a lot of uh, you know people talking about you and 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 what and whatnot on the, on the Facebook page and Instagram. Follow my Instagram, people. I don't understand why every one of my friends has seven hundred thousand Instagram follows, and I barely. I, I'm at thirty thousand. You people must actually like consciously go no i'm not following him i'm not and for no, no one and yours is entertaining I'm entertaining too. i'm yeah. actually doing stuff i'm not plugging products like a lot of people are i'm actually doing stuff and you people go no i don't want to follow it like that's so weird you're not me. gonna find a hello fresh ad no, on no we're well, not yet i was gonna ask you your if you had you're in your car you're driving what do you listen to music wise like what is your tunes so you're going to lexington Yes. Uh, I pretty much like any modern, like I, every musician I like seems to be out of Kentucky nowadays. So but, who, uh, like, give me, give me a name. Uh, Sturgill Simpson. Oh, I is, like Sturgill Simpson. Sturgill's fantastic. I actually watched a really cool thing the other night on the, like how a weird, how his like team kind of grew him in a very weird, you know, okay, well, grassroots instead way. of doing the song you're going to do, why don't you give us a Sturgill Simpson you want a, song? You Let's want hear it. Cause I, Sturgill? I've actually he heard a lot about this guy and I, I couldn't tell you, I mean, I know it, but I don't know it, you know? So, um, yeah, what do you? So you, this is something you want that the song Alex, I would play. So this is uh, Alex is relaxing. Uh, you know, um, he's chilling out. This is what he's listening to. I'll, I'll show you what I'm listening to if I'm just hanging out. If you're Let's, yelling out to Alexa, like you, this is what I do. Uh, what I like to do is I go back to my house and I have the Alexa in one room and I have the uh, Google whatever one in the other room. You know, I have both, and I will. I like to drink in my you know in my kitchen. And then I'll get, you know, have a few and then I'll go into my living room and just have a full on dance party. And the great thing about dance parties now is you could just yell out to Alexa all night long what you want to play. And if you if you pay the extra four bucks or whatever a month for Amazon Prime or whatever, they you could you could choose any 
They every song, everything they got. ever within a second, it's on. Yeah. It's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. So I just yell shit out all night. So what this do you is what, yell out? What's your? Oh God. What's I your go to right now? If you were gonna dance in your underwear right now, what song? You know, I I go to uh, I probably go to Meatloaf's "Bad Out of Hell." It really Ooh. puts me in a good mood. I mean, if you put on "Paradise by the Dashboard Light" at any time, day or night, uh, it would it would put me in probably. I'd go from a you know I'm normally walk around at a seven a person mm-hmm. you know like feeling good wise you know so on a scale from one to ten I'm usually about a seven at all times. I don't vary much. I don't get too low. I don't get too high. You put on Bad Out of Hell's, uh, uh, you know, the album Bad Out of Hell, but f- specifically Paradise by the Dashboard Light, I'm, you, I'm at a 10. You're at a 10. Yeah, and that's like eight minutes of just pure fun. Go, it goes through a lot of different, uh, you know, it's a full story about whatever. It's great. Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell. I'm going to look it up. Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Uh, anyway, give me a little Sturgill Simpson. Well, this is what Alex is listening to if he's chilling out. This is what I get down If to. any of you guys ever see him out of one of his shows and you want to go hang out and smoke weed with him after a show, play this in your car and he'll go right to it like a, like a, like a mouse to cheese. I won't be this old time. See, I love that. See, this, but I have to be in the right place. It's always the right place. My head is the right place. Uh, all right, I like that. That's a good attitude. Now, if I'm going... If I'm walking down the street in Nashville, and this is coming out of you know that Broadway area in Nashville where they have all those bars, those honky tonks, music row, yeah, and there's music playing at eight o'clock in the morning. It's, it's concert music, mm-hmm. which is great. I would, oh, I'd be, I'd drink this a Bud it? Light. I would drink a Bud Light to this shit in a minute. This is this is what I get down to on a very regular basis. So. Okay, but now you put this on at the party, you're dividing the party a bit. You know what oh. I mean? I, I don't have parties for the reason that I don't have friends that like <laughs> Yeah, like I, I'm into this. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But now you're having a party. You're into this for fifteen minutes. No, well, and I then mean, it's yeah, like you might be right. You all might right, be right, where's Madonna? Let's bring her back. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. And I would say just for like the sheer party of it. I mean that's like old school country yeah. there. He's not talking about toes in the sand. Like the news countries, everyone's got toes in the sand. No, so you know, I don't if you're not familiar with him, what he's really like what he's kind of known for is his second album was this very interesting uh cosmic sound where he talked a lot about psychedelic drug use. Okay. And uh that was kind of Which a they're trying to they're trying to make legal right now in uh, Denver and many many other uh Yeah, states. I mean well Magic psilocybin, mushrooms. yes. Yeah. Um you know he's uh he talks a lot about all kinds of different subs. Really? DMT all kinds of stuff. He's a he's a psychonaut, if you will, and I think that's he's a very polarizing guy. He's done NPR, he's done Stagecoach, he's done Bonner, he's done right. all the big festivals. Yeah, I know. As a country guy, so this is. Uh, he's not related to OJ Simpson, is he? No. Oh, that wouldn't no. be good. That wouldn't be good because he's not a good person. So I think it's the 25th anniversary of those murders today. As a matter Ooh, of fact, today I believe so. Yeah, so that's why I brought. But it up. we we all know that. Those weren't murders. No, no, he's still looking for the people. Yeah, that's who's out there looking for the. He's doing right now. He's on a golf course in he's Vegas, looking, looking for, for the um, looking for the real murder. He's looking for a signed yeah, jacket yeah, he had once. Exactly. And well, that's not bad. I don't hate Sturgill Simpson. Let's uh, there you go, people. That's Sturgill Simpson. That's what Alex is. We got to little a little uh, know a little bit about Alex right now and what he's into, and that's his thing. Sturgill Simpson. That's what I'm. Into. I, you know what? If you if I if I was gonna guess, I would be like, that's what Alex is into. Sturgill Simpson, and that's cool. All like right. all right, so and that's and he's from where I'm going. He well, town? he's from not Lexington, but yeah. he's from Kentucky, small smaller town, Kentucky. But yeah, so there's another great guy, uh, uh, Tyler Childers out of Kentucky. I know Tyler Childers. Yeah, yeah I know some of these people. Yeah, so all right, it's good stuff. Well, man. good deal. I'll tell you a guy that maybe everybody knows, and that's the song I'm about to play. Everybody knows this guy. He's got to be pushing eighty at this point, and he's still out there. I went to see him. He he does it every year out here in a couple of other cities. He'll do a thing called. Uh, and this is, let's, see, let's turn it up now, real good, Alex. This is a man called Barry Manilow. In the 70s, he was. Her name was Lola. Yes. She was a showgirl. He was one of those guys in the 70s that was very gay, but not to us. We didn't, he was like, I just hope he finds a good lady. You know, I hope one of these days he gets a good woman. Like he sang songs about Mandy or, you know, this song about Lola. Great song. Copacabana about a club that this woman went to, Lola. And she was into it. Like, she was the hot shit at this club in the 70s. See? Hottest spot North Havana. But then it gets real dark. At the end of the song, she is basically washed up and drinking, drunk, and listening, still listening to the songs from those days and thinking of the fun times she used to have at the Copacabana. 
not unlike me, really, you know, uh, in, in the end. <laughs> Thinking about my Chelsea Lately days, but sitting in a bar in Knoxville, Tennessee, you know, just... <laughs> I'm a lot like Lola in the Copacabana, you know, after I just came off a half-empty room because you people don't come out. You've got to stay home because it's 7 o'clock on a, on a Wednesday and you have to... I can't go out. It's dark outside. I can't actually... I have to be up in the morning for work. I can't get... i got to get nine hours of sleep and do absolutely nothing with my life. Oh, there's a... There, oh, who shot David Ortiz? This is about David Ortiz. Who shot who? who those two losers who shot David Ortiz and the, the biggest guy in the bar. They couldn't even hit him. That's the poppy, too. You can't shoot the poppy. They did. Isn't that kind of a thing a lot where, like, South American baseball players get yeah. into crime yeah. families? a lot of them. The, the guy, That's it, how they get over here, the yeah. The guy who played for the Dodgers, uh, what was his, he now plays for Cincinnati Reds, but uh, he had some problems with the mob. He was a Cuban, but they had some problems with some mafia guys coming to get him. Here's anyway. one thing I've heard about uh, Cuba. you got to be careful for that guy in Studio City. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, you know those Cubans? They're PRs like everybody else. Get them out of here. Hey, get them out of here. Uh, Mrs. This one goes out to Mrs. Mack. And now this is where it gets a little, this is where it starts to. I used to love, I used to strap. This is before you could have like iPads or whatever. Uh, used to, I used to strap a transistor radio to the front of my bike with, uh, with um, what do they call those? Bungee cords. I used to bungee cord a transistor radio to the front of my bike. And drive around the neighborhood playing Barry Manilow. No wonder the neighbors were like, Jesus, like that, that friend, look, at that, look boy. at that flaming kid running around playing Mandy. You're a fine girl. What a good... No, that's Brandy. That's sorry. Brandy, yeah. that's yeah. Brandy. Yeah. What a good wife that she'd be, though. That was looking glass. But Mandy was a... You know Mandy by Barry Manilow. I went to see Barry Manilow last uh, Christmas at the Forum. Uh, he does a thing called a very Barry Christmas. And this guy has got it down. He does the hits... And he's out of there in an hour and ten minutes. Is that his? He, is that his like income now? It's he just... does. Well, he's, he's still got a show in Vegas. Oh yeah. But he does not fuck around. He comes out. Hello everyone. Pa 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 pa. Does the jokes that he used to. He used to have like specials on ABC in the seventies. Like he was a big giant star. Wow. All right, Barry. I think he recently came out as gay like two years ago. He's like, I oh, just let everyone know I'm. So I, am, know. I am gay. I want to. Yeah. I want all the rumors to stop that I'm straight because I'm not. There's a little kettlebell or whatever this is. Um, this gives it a nice flair. Some percussion. This was like disco. When you go out to the disco, you'd be like, well, I'm going to go to the disco tonight on Saturday night. And fuck yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cover to Cover. I hope we had some fun. Like I said, another weird kind of week in the news where there was no overwhelming story other than maybe the Dominican Republic. And, you know, and cats know your name. Go call your cat right now. See if it comes. It's not, it hears you. It's just ignoring you. Uh... Enjoy Sturgill Simpson. Enjoy Barry Manilow. Enjoy uh, your summer. We're going to be back next week. Talk about it more. Maybe we'll maybe we'll go one of these days. We'll go to two times a week. Maybe we'll start a Patreon. Maybe we'll do things that make money. Because once again, I don't know if this this shows are killing it. If you start showing up to shows, Cleveland, Ohio, Dayton, Ohio, uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, you start showing up. This thing will fucking take off. If you don't, stop following my Instagram. Alex, what's your Instagram? Alex, uh, Alex Conn. Conn C-O-N-N. Is not funny. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. some people, they, they spell it K-H-A-N. Like, yeah. like Madeline Like Conn. Genghis. Like Genghis Khan. Yeah. Madeline Khan, yeah. No, I'm the good uh, Irish spelling. Yeah, Wrath of Khan, which is a Star Wars. Yeah, you're yeah. C-O-N-N. C-O-N-N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, C-O-N-N. Alex Khan is not funny on Instagram. Chris Frangiola on Instagram. And, of course, the Facebook page. We can go on there and just have some fun. And uh, if you ever want to chime in on something we talked about, go ahead. That's where people to do. do. It. People yeah. do. They chime in. There's some people who get a little. You know, we have to. I have to delete some things sometimes. You know, they. they I don't want trouble. They. They, they can easily. Yeah, good a, vibes. People. Any post can can easily uh, fall into trouble on there, and they're like, "Look at Bruce Jenner. Looks like an old." And then people freak out. They're like, "You can't say that <laughs> about people." It's like every. This is the world we live in these days, and I understand it. And I get. I don't want to. I'm. I'm sensitive to people's insensitivities or whatever. So let's just have some fun. Happy summer, everybody. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Tell me how you liked it. Go leave reviews. We're at 800-something now, so keep doing it. Fucking love you all. Bye-bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.